And we are back. This this shit is wild. This shit almost didn't happen. How long, Megan, shout out, special guest, Megan, how long have we been trying to figure this out now? Like 20 minutes. Yeah, I'd say about 20 minutes, but we're here. We've made it. We're fashionably late. I feel good with it, though. You know, it's I think the party doesn't really start until you're late. Right. That's that's the rule of thumb. Well, I think it's like Kesha always said, the party don't start till I walk in. Right. And I can I can tell both of us are clearly ready to go to a party right now. Yeah. Uh, I have my run Disney shirt from what year was this? 20. Oh, my goodness. Does it even? Oh, 2018. It says it right on the fucking top here. 2018, my run Disney shirt. And I don't even know what's on your shirt there. What's that little rainbowy thing? Yeah, right this there? is um, like a super old T-shirt that I got from Rehoboth Beach a long time ago for like some surf shop. Yeah, so we're killing it right now with our fashion choices, but it's all good. I love it. I'm I'm a little bit disappointed. I was really hoping you'd bring some Jonas Brothers something onto the show, uh, and uh, and, and rock some Joe Bro stuff. You know, with the- that's in my normal rotation. Um, for sure, definitely in the laundry right now, but maybe next time I can be sure to be in some sort of Jonas apparel. I love that. Well, we start, if you're a first time listener listening to probably, uh, Queen Megan is drawing, uh, the, the M, the M hive over here, uh, to, to the show, to the dudist colony. Uh, we start every show with, Hey dude, what's up? So Megan, it is my incredible pleasure to ask you, Hey dude, what's up? Well, hey, dude. Um, so what's up with me? You know, shall we get into the Cliff Note version? Carmen and I used to work together uh, Shout out. at Disney World um, for a couple years, maybe like, what, two years Right around there, yeah. Yeah. Um, but what's up with me, you know, I am slowly making it out of this hopefully pandemic world. We're on, we're on the outs. Um, I just moved to D.C., um, recently I got my own apartment from the first time in my life. I live by myself, no roommates. What? Mm-hmm. So right now I'm just decorating my apartment and I've gone with a very subtle pink theme because when in my life can I have a pink apartment? I feel like this is my time. So I got a pink bed. I got a pink rug. I got a pink ottoman and we're just living life decorating the apartment. I love that. I love that for you. And I have to tell you, I, I don't think you pink to me is one of my staple colors. It's a I, great color. It is. And it's actually one of the reasons that like I'm very excited that the first kid that we're having is a girl because it's gonna be pink everything and I'm living for it. Right. So it, there was there was this uh uh girl dad conversation that, that would pop up a lot. Uh and I think that yes, I'll be a good girl dad in the sense that like I'll be wearing the exact same colors that my daughter is and not even care. Uh, but you know what I'm not looking forward to? Did you do this as a kid? Did you force your parents to do tea parties with you? I definitely threw my fair number of tea parties as a child. <laughs> I luckily have a younger sister that's a little over two years younger than me. So I always had somebody to go to the tea parties with me. Um, but until you give your little girl a sibling, I think you're probably going to have to attend these. That's fair. That's fair. I have no problem attending these, by the way. Um, okay, so new apartment, incredible. Uh, I'm a little bit bummed that there's no more roommate tea because that was always a fun, a fun conversation to have uh, uh, as we were walking the the halls of Disney. Um, 
what was the first thing that you bought for your apartment when you moved in? Oh my gosh. I mean, food, realistically, I went grocery shopping. Great choice. Great choice. Um, what was the first thing I bought? Okay, this is going to sound like kind of vain, but I bought a full length mirror because I need it. You know, I need to check out my outfit. I need to make sure it. now that I'm in the city, you know, I need to have a head to toe fashionista look, not like the surf shirt, surf shop or surf shop shirt we're rocking right now, but you know, got to be ready to hit the town. So I got that. I got that at Marshall's. It was a great deal. That was the first thing I bought. I love that. I, I feel like, cause so we're, we're closing on a house in a month or so. The first thing that I'm going to buy is going to be a TV. We, we sold our TVs when we moved down. So okay. that's for sure going to be the biggest. Well, we also moved down in the winter and we had a storage unit and it was climate controlled. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was going to uh, say, are you in Miami? I thought you were no. in Illinois. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You would know. You also moved up. Uh, so, yeah, the TV is going to be the first big thing that we buy. We sold our TVs, and that was actually something that I pushed. Uh, okay. DC, you've been there for how many months now? Like a uh, year? Well, I've been in the DC area for a year ish, but I just moved into proper DC, the actual city, like two months ago. Um, okay. So yeah, I was staying with family during the whole, what am I doing with my life post Disney, post COVID saga. Um, so yeah, I've only been here for about two months and I also sold everything that I owned when I left Orlando. So I came up I here that. with nothing. So while the mirror was the first thing I bought, I had to buy everything, TV, bed, couch, all that stuff. Wasn't that a fun journey, though? I mean, fun to shop, yes. Not fun for my <laughs> wallet. I don't know about you. <laughs> no, no. Oh, no. Also, also no. Um, we were like, we're budgeting now so that when the time comes, we're like, okay, we can, we would like to be able to pay cash for all of these things. Uh, but also, we had not very wisely gone and bought all of like our furniture and things like that when we were down in Florida. Mm -hmm. So we're paying like $400 a month for a eight foot wide by 30 foot deep storage unit. And our entire collection of everything we own is in this. So when we get our house, it'll be nice to transfer that into our four walls. But right now it's, we're, we're paying almost a, a rent to be able to just hold our stuff. So it was unwise in that sense, but I guess it'll be worth it. Yeah, it'll be worth know. it when you get into the house. Are you in an apartment now or are you guys staying somewhere? We're staying with my stepmom and her husband. Oh, okay. Which if you see any of my Snapchat updates, not Snapchat, my Instagram story updates, there's a lot of uh, farm animals here. Uh, so there's a llama, there's goats, there's sheep, there's miniature horses, there's a full-size horse, and of course my dog, which is really the star of the whole show. Right, of course. How could we forget? Right. So, okay, real quick, Megan, ask me, hey, dude, what's up? Hey, dude, what's up? <laughs> I love that you brought that up without any <laughs> spurring on at all. So I mentioned this to Gabe. We were recording yesterday. Now that, like, I'm going to be a dad, you know what I'm craving that I never craved in my entire life before at all? I don't know what. LaCroix. O-M-G. Is that lemon? It's fucking lemon. Yes. The best flavor. It's so good. I'm addicted. I spent my entire life thinking this was disgusting. And for the last four months, I've, I don't, I think I've drank more of this than I have of regular water. 
Oh, it's so good. And I used to drink a bunch of soda and now I just grabbed this. You know what else you can do? Mix that with vodka. Ooh, that's quite, really why very, you're here on this show. Right. For, for the alcohol advice. Yes. Anytime. It's very refreshing, low-cal, great option, especially for the summer. Here's what I don't understand, though, Megan, and, and, you're, and you're wise, your wise brain full of wisdom. So it says only carbonated water, and it's naturally essenced. So what does naturally essenced mean? Because it's telling me right here, zero calorie, zero sweetener, zero sodium equals innocent. That's wonderful. It says that. Does it really? I guess I've never read the... I drink my fair share of LaCroix, but I guess I haven't looked into it that closely. I don't know what they're going for. Um, I do know that... It is a great experience drinking a LaCroix, though. I just feel so fancy. I I feel like I belong living in Europe right now is what I feel. Right, right. Well, you know, I'm sure that they have their fair share of LaCroix in the UK. Yes, they do. Because LaCroix is French, I'm assuming, right? Right. The UK UK isn't France. No, but I was trying to make a segue here because we're going to be speaking about Princess Diana from the United Kingdom, you know, forgive me. Right, 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 right. That was that was perfect. Everyone shout out. Megan is the queen of segues and she's the resident Princess Diana expert. That's why you're here today. And it's also today in podcast time is Princess Diana's birthday, July 1st. Happy birthday, Di. Happy birthday. Also, should I have maybe checked this beforehand? I think I Googled it once and I never double checked. Let me let me just I mean, make sure because maybe. I just took your word for it. Princess Diana birthday. July 1st, 1961. Incredible. Okay, so great. She would she died at 36. Very young. I for the record, everyone, so I, I say this. Slightly loosely. Megan is the resident expert. She's going to be walking us through a couple of conspiracy theories. I know nothing about this. Full disclosure. Uh, I, up until last night, was planning on making a joke about a second shooter on the grassy knoll in Arlington, Texas. uh, And that's how she died. But that's a JFK joke. So, because that's... Okay, are you you following me? (laughs) Okay, I follow now. I was confused for a second, but I'm back. Yes. So, okay, take it away. Where should we start With Princess Diana, Megan. Okay, well, I really do think that we can't start talking about Princess Diana until we start talking about Prince Charles. Let's do it. Let's do it. What is your knowledge of the royal family? Do you know who Prince Charles is? Okay, so I know... Wait, Prince Charles is her husband. Ex. Ex Ex-husband. Right, well, yeah, not still. Um, All I know is that he... Uh, he got into maybe a yelling argument and mm-hmm. said racial stuff about Meghan Markle, maybe. And for a second, I thought that he gave up his Navy career to marry Princess Diana, but I was thinking of the Queen. So I know nothing about Charles. Okay. Let's just dive into the briefest royal family tree. So, of course, we Love have it. Queen Elizabeth. Got it. Her Queen. husband. Yes, Queen Elizabeth, her husband was Prince Philip, who recently passed away. That's what I was thinking. He's the Navy guy who gave up his Navy career. Yes. Got it. Yes. Well, he still was in the Navy, but yes, he gave up kind of most of his duties so he could kind of be in the shadows of the Queen because, of course, 
nobody can outshine the queen. So we have grandma and grandpa, queen and Philip. Then we have, the queen had four kids. One of them was Prince Charles. Prince Charles was the oldest or is the oldest. Therefore, he's the heir to the throne. So one day, you know, we'll see Prince Charles will become the king of England. Prince Charles, um, he, of course, eventually married Princess Diana. Now, what you have to understand is before Charles dated Diana, Charles was kind of a womanizer, was with many different women, but he couldn't really settle down. So he was getting older. I believe he was in his like mid-30s, I want to say, eventually when he and Diana got together. And Diana was quite young. I think she was, she when they met, she was in her late teens, like 16 or 17. And then they got married when she was like 18. What? So, yeah. So there's a pretty okay. good, big age gap between Charles and Diana. And Charles was just at the point of his life where he needed to get married because, you know, his civic duty as the you know, heir to the throne was he needed to eventually produce his own heir and, you know, let the line right. go on and on and on. Right. So, Make a boy or you get decapitated. Yeah. Something like that. So that's the biggest thing you need to know about Charles, just that he has a lot to do with what happened with Diana. And you probably haven't seen the crown if you don't know much about the royal family. But one of the things that was showcased on this last season of the crown is one of the women that Charles was with before Diana was this woman named Camilla, and she's going to come up later. And Camilla is who he is married to now. Wait. Presently. Wait. Okay, hold on. Already, I love this. So he he was dating someone, mm-hmm. married someone else, mm-hmm. and is now with that original person. Mm-hmm. Correct. Okay, I don't know much about crime scene investigation stuff, but it sounds like he did it. I mean, that's what a lot of people say. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. So Camilla, let's, okay, take it away. You're doing great. I'm on the edge of my literal suit. Okay. So you just have to know that Camilla and, and Charles had a past. Things did not work out with them. Camilla ended up marrying somebody else. And so Charles was getting older. He needed to marry somebody. He married Diana. Diana and Charles get married. They quickly, Diana gets pregnant and has Prince, <laughs> something like that. <laughs> I made a I made the finger in the hand motion. It yeah. was the sex motion. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. Um, and then they had uh, Prince William, and then eventually they had Prince Harry. So, anyways, Diana pops out two babies quickly. They haven't been married for long. There starts to become trouble in paradise. There's a lot of drama, rama, rama. They're not getting along. They're both having affairs. Nobody's happy. They want a divorce. Divorce is not a thing when you're a royal. Why Why is that? Can you walk me through that? Do you know um, why? I mean, why is that? We could call the queen and ask her her thoughts. But, you know, basically... She's on my speed dial. Should I call... Actually, I, I don't have the queen on speed dial. I actually have Megan on speed dial. Uh, well, I don't have the queen on speed dial either. But, uh, you know, old-fashioned times, the royal family is not known for being, um, shall we say, modern or... Uh, progressive at progressive all. Progressive <laughs> at all. Um, so, you know, divorce is taboo. And that was just not really an option back in. And this wasn't that long ago. This was in the 80s. And, um, you know, so they originally, they were not granted a divorce. Long story short, eventually they were granted a divorce after both parties had gone their separate ways. Charles was constantly cheating on Diana with Camilla. And Diana knew. Oh, shit. Wait, and Diana knew. And Diana knew. So, so, can I just pause real quick? So, I, 
don't again, don't know anything about this. Up until this exact moment, I thought that Diana was like staying faithful to a guy that was cheating on her. So she was cheating too. But only once she realized there was no solving this marriage. Diana tried really hard in the beginning of their marriage because also she was so young. I mean, this was kind of like a fairy tale for her the same way it was when the rest of the world was was seeing this happen. I mean, she was younger marrying the prince. So, you know, she was all on board. She wanted it to work. But she quickly realized that Charles was kind of a piece of work and was not interested in her and, you know, never really got over Camilla. And so she stuck with him for a couple of years. But yeah, towards the end, she, she was kind of like, fuck it. Like, this clearly isn't working. And, okay. you know, they th- at this point, they weren't granting her a divorce. So she was out doing her own thing. So that eventually they get divorced. And that's the backstory you need to know. So okay. basically, so I, I want to make sure I got this. Okay. He's older, womanizer, mm-hmm. yes. dated a girl named Camilla, mm-hmm. breaks up with Camilla, marries this young teenager, late teenager, Diana. Mm-hmm. They pop out two quid, two quids, <laughs> two kids, <laughs> two kids quick, William and Harry. And then they start cheating on each other after Diana says, this ain't going to work. Yes. Got and it. I'm caught a- up. Yes. This is over the course of like a decade, what we just went over very quickly. Okay. So finally they have been granted this divorce and Diana starts dating again. And she dates, a guy. she dates this one guy. They date for a little while. It doesn't work out. And then she ends up dating this new guy named Dodi. And Dodi. Uh-huh. Okay. He's Egyptian. He is, um, a film producer actually. But really, his claim to fame is that his dad is a very famous businessman. And then I know you've been to Europe. And when you you went to London, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you go to Harrods, the department store? Uh, No, but I went to Primark. Okay, not quite. The same thing. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Harrods is like the Macy's of the UK. Yeah, I was shopping more in the TJ Maxx of the UK. Right, right. Okay. Yes. So you were balling on a budget a little bit, which I get yes. going to Europe. I mean, we, we, is, yeah, we just flew to Europe. <laughs> very expensive. But um, so anyways, that's his family. Basically, what I mean to say is his family had a lot of money. And the dad had a bunch of different business ventures. Harrods was one of them. He had a bunch of hotels. He had a bunch of other properties. And... Diana and Dodie were out on vacation in the Mediterranean area of France. And then towards the tail end of their vacation, they go to Paris. And do you know how Diana died? Do we, do we know that? Or do we need to? She died in a tunnel, in a car crash, right? Okay, correct. In Paris. Oh, in Paris. Yes. So it's at the end of this vacation. They've gone through the Mediterranean. They were yachting in the sea. Um, there was paparazzi pictures because paparazzi swarmed Diana like crazy. You know, when she was the princess, she was attacked by paparazzi. And then once the divorce hit and she was a single woman, it was even worse. They were constantly on her, um, you know, all the time. And so they end the trip in Paris and they go to this hotel in Paris that his family owns. And they originally were going, this is the night that she died I'm fast forwarding to the night that she dies. Okay, good. Thank you for clarifying that. Yes. So they go to this hotel that his family owns, and they were planning to eat at a restaurant at the hotel. They get to the restaurant, 
and there's a ton of paparazzi and Diana, you know, hates the paparazzi and doesn't want to be photographed. So they complain or whatever, whatever happens. And they end up just eating privately in one of the rooms in the hotel. Allegedly is this is what has happened. And they dine allegedly. And Dodie comes up with this miraculous plan to avoid the paparazzi as they leave the hotel. So what normally would happen when Diana is traveling is she would have her driver and her bodyguard traveling with her everywhere she goes. And what happened that night was Dodie came up with this plan that they were going to have a decoy car. So all the paparazzi are waiting outside the hotel and this decoy car was going to be Diana's typical car with Diana's normal driver. And then the paparazzi would go follow that car. So that was the plan in place. And then there was going to be a second car, which would be an unmarked car that would have Diana and Dodie, a bodyguard, and then somebody from the hotel that they could pull to be the driver. And so that's what they did. The decoy car left. And this guy named Henri, which is really Henry, but pronounced Henri because peri-European, um, this guy named Henri dry, gets in the car and is their driver and drives them back to where they're going for the night. And within five minutes of that drive, he drives through a tunnel and crashes into a column in the tunnel. And the driver, Henri, and Dodie, the boyfriend, are killed instantly and Diana dies a couple hours later. Wow. Okay. I did not know that much in detail. For a while there, I thought you were going to say that Dodie and Henri live and they were paid off by the royal family. I did not know they both, everyone died. Everyone in that car crash died. Not everyone in that car crash died because <gasps> there are four people in the car. There was Henri, Oh, the bodyguard. Yeah, the bodyguard. Oh. There was Henri, the driver, Dodie, the boyfriend. Diana and the bodyguard. The bodyguard survived. Um, however, and this is what adds to the conspiracy, which is, you know, the biggest conspiracy, drum roll, is that the royal family had her murdered. So one of the biggest kind of points to this conspiracy is the bodyguard. His name is Trevor, I think, Trevor something. He has no recollection of the crash because of the crash he has he's lost all of his memory and he he isn't able to share any details which is fishy um that's one of the many many questions about the royal family being out to you know murder diana but that's kind of the odd thing but yeah it kills two of them instantly um and diana dies a couple hours later so do you have any questions or do you want me to start pointing out some things that are wrong with that story I my first question is is the bodyguard part like was this like protection that she had gotten just because she was married to the royal family or was this her own personal private bodyguard? Yes. So Diana did not have her own personal private bodyguards. All of her bodyguards were employed by the royal family. Okay. So now I'm completely on board. Mm-hmm. And it was okay. So was there actually alcohol involved? Because that's another thing that I heard, that there was alcohol involved. Yeah, so um, the driver who was, like I said, not typically her driver. Her typical driver was in that decoy car. So this is a guy that Dodie pulled from the hotel to drive them. And he, after the autopsy was completed, it was shown that he had 
his drinking limit was way above the legal limit. And he had a bunch of other drugs in his system. I think they were like prescription drugs. Like I think one was like depression medicine and a couple other things. But anyways, I think the reasoning that they mentioned that is because whatever medications he was on made it seem that he wasn't as drunk as he was. Oh, Um, okay. mm -hmm. But he actually was quite drunk when he was driving. So, what I what I guess bef- and before we go into the actual what the the issues and and we could just tackle those now, if if Dodie had the idea to switch the cars and Dodie wasn't part of the royal family, why why is this the moment that they act right? Why is this the moment that it's considered an inside hit job? Um. Well, I mean, there's a couple conspiracies behind that one some people think that Henri the driver was employed by the royal family um I don't really think that that's that's realistic just because it would have been the suicide mission obviously he's not going to survive that and why would he kill himself on behalf of the royal family um that's one of them there's also some ideas that Diana was just constantly being watched by basically not necessarily the Royal family, but basically the UK's version of the CIA, you know, their intelligence agency who was working for the Royal family constantly had eyes on her. And so that maybe they were planning to murder her at some point And they were just kind of waiting for an opportunity that would arise. That would be quickly easy to cover up, but also I think that a mission like that would not be something spur of the moment. I think that's something that you would have planned and be very precise. So I don't really see that one either. Yeah, I don't I don't buy that one. That one's too fishy. Mm-hmm. But I will say a couple things are pretty fishy about that car accident. And one of them is, like I mentioned, based off of impact, the two, the driver and the boyfriend died instantly. Allegedly. Diana, Allegedly. Yeah. Diana didn't die for hours after the wreck. So what they say is that when the paramedics arrived at the wreck, Diana was conscious. She was alert. She could, you know, she was rationalizing what happened. She was kind of like distraught, obviously, about the scene that had occurred, but she knew what was going on. She was with it, you know, mentally and consciously. Um, And once the paramedics got there, what is reported is that they basically, you know, like took her out of the car, put her into the ambulance and were working to stabilize her, but did not rush her to a hospital. Which, if somebody was just involved in this fatal car accident, wouldn't you rush them to the hospital? She sat in the ambulance for an hour, and they were, quote-unquote, stabilizing her. But she wasn't unconscious. She wasn't she was, you know, she, I mean, obviously she wasn't doing great. She was just in a fucking car accident, but it's not, right. like, it's not like she was, you know, out of it, dead at the scene or anything like that. Um, but they, she, they didn't take her to the hospital for an hour after the wreck. What was, who, who's the actress that got into a ski accident and died later on because of brain bleeding? Um, you, do you mean the mom from the parent trap? Yes. I think her name's like Natasha something. Um, S- so that's okay. If if people people know, like paramedics would know that there could be internal bleeding that they don't see. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they they discharged that person, didn't they? The the parent trap mom, didn't they discharge her? I think so. I haven't heard about that story since it like happened, but I think that's what happened to her. 
So, like, you can be totally... I could have fallen down the stairs before we recorded and have no issues other than my head hurts, and my brain could be bleeding, and I could stop and die right now. You're right, and I had a headache earlier today, and now I'm just going to assume I'm going to die tonight, so thanks. Right, yeah, so we're both dying tonight. So this is... I'll make sure to post this episode so this is our legacy. Okay, good. Yes. So, okay, I didn't know that an hour. Also, where are you getting your information for this? Where's your what's your source? Um, multiple documentaries over the course of the last ten years. There's one on Netflix. Um, I read a biography of hers like two years ago. Like we said, this is this is not an expert's opinion. This is just a fan's opinion over what I've seen. But they all the documentaries say the same thing, and they don't necessarily say Diana was murdered by the royal family. It's just kind of like this is what happened to Diana on the night she died. There's some inconsistencies or there's some questions. What do you think happened? I I mean, I specific. I mean, yes, obviously with a conspiracy theory, it's not going to be like, oh, <laughs> yeah, we fucking did it. Right. Um, the how do you get the information for the length of time where Diana was just in the ambulance? Is that like pretty much well documented? Oh, yeah, I'm sure you could just Google it. But yeah, the, I mean, I just know like the biggest the biggest qualm about the whole accident is that she didn't die instantly and she didn't die for hours later and she wasn't taken to the hospital immediately either. Of course, her cause of death was, I think, internal bleeding, which of course, obviously that's what's going to happen when you hit a column at however many miles an hour they were going. Um, Right. The other two people instantly died. (laughs) You know, supposedly. mm -hmm. Okay. All right. So, after after this crash, they're in this ambulance for an hour. Okay, so pick me up, pick me up from there. So they're in the they're in the ambulance for an hour. Eventually, they get to the hospital, and she doesn't die at the scene either. She ends up dying. I don't remember, but like I think, I think the car accident's around midnight. And fact checkers, please check my facts. I think the accident's around midnight, and I think she doesn't die until like five a.m. or something like that. It's like a couple hours later, and it's from internal bleeding. Um, but one of the documentaries I was watching was talking about like, if this car accident happened in America or if this car accident happened in the UK, would the paramedics slash medical processes be different and would she have survived? Or once again, was the Royal family making sure that this was being delayed that, you know, something, you know, what happened to her? I don't know. So, okay. Knowing all of this and without doing any research on my own. Mm-hmm. They for sure delayed it. There's no way. It makes no sense, Megan. I don't understand. Right. I mean, you would think you would rush somebody to the hospital for this. So, yes, that is the biggest question in my mind. And, of course, that's the biggest question that's raised in any documentary you're going to watch about this, I think. But they, I mean, I remember one of the ones that I was watching just says that that's the procedure in France that they work to like stabilize the patient in the ambulance before they transport them, yada, yada. I don't know if that's accurate. Thankfully, I've never had to use an ambulance in France. (laughs) Yeah, thankfully. But yeah, especially with somebody such high profile, even if, let's say the process is if something happens to get them in the ambulance, kind of see what's happening, maybe run more tests, maybe their paramedics, you know, like in America, our paramedics, they're great. We really love them, but they're not medical professionals. Maybe in France, yeah. the paramedics are medical professionals. I don't know. 
Maybe it's like the equivalent of calling an alpha unit. They can't actually do anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what a great analogy. <laughs> uh, for anyone that doesn't know, that's what Disney calls their internal paramedics, which literally can't do shit other than say, do you want me to call you an ambulance? Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> anyways, okay, so here... Here uh, is my is my question. Mm-hmm. Is it true that Diana was becoming more and more popular than the actual royals at the time? Like, is that something that played into that? Am I am I remembering this wrong? Am I hearing this wrong? Yeah. So Diana was extremely popular. Was referred to as the people's princess, and that was actually even before Charles and Diana even divorced. Was one of Charles's qualms with Diana is that no one gave a fuck about Charles the second Charles married Diana. And Charles is the blood, is the blood royal. And Diana's just kind of the side piece. And she's marrying into the throne. But Diana was getting way more attention, was way more popular than Charles. And so there's a couple of reasons on why the royal family would want Diana dead. One being Charles just, you know, being jealous of, of how popular she was. Um, and, you know, Camilla, eventually um, he wanted to be with Camilla. Do you, what's what's this Camilla's last name? Oh, Camilla, Duchess of Cornwall. Yeah, that's her. That's I want to look up. I want to look up her as a young as a young gun here, as a young doe. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not curious what she. I'm curious what she looked like too. She, in her prime, she seems okay. She has pretty. You know, she's got typical British teeth. You know. Um, I mean, but a, have you seen Charles? He's no winner. No, he he married up with Diana. That's what oh, I don't yeah. understand. Okay, yeah, for sure Diana I think is more attractive than this Camilla person. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, that's one reason on why the royal family would want them dead and that's really just Charles's own selfish reasons. The other scandal on why the royal family would want her dead is that it was rumored that she was pregnant with Dodie's child. Oh, shit. Yeah. So the royal family did not want that out and did not want their beloved Prince William, the future king of England, to have this Egyptian stepfather. Because once again, let's get back into how conservative the royal family is and how clean they like to keep their bloodline. How racist they like to keep their bloodline. (laughs) Correct. They were not about that. Especially, I mean, you know what happened recently with Meghan Markle. So this was happening in the 80s. Yeah. Also, for the record, I watched the entire Meghan and Harry Oprah uh, episode. And I've seen every Hallmark adaptation of Harry and Meghan because Jessica is obsessed with Meghan. Uh, How are those movies? Oh, they're garbage. In a good way, though? Yeah. And they're garbage in a good way. Yeah. There is... Wait, hold on. Let me let me tell you this one. Have you watched any of them? No, I want to though. So there is this one, I think it was the first one where they're actually like meeting. And also I love the TV show Suits. So I knew who Megan was before all of this. So in in this uh episode, they do two movies and they recast Harry for the second one, but they keep the same Megan. Oh shit. He couldn't Which make is... it for the second people. <laughs> he he, he was got booked. <laughs> Fame went to his head, I guess. <laughs> so uh so anyways, there's this one scene where they talk about how when they're meeting, when they first met, they did like this uh safari trip to Africa and they were doing 
this volunteer work and in the middle of one of these nights a lion walks up to their porch and harry's just standing there the lion looks at him and roars and walks away and he's like that was my mom that was the spirit of my mom it was weird so anyways that's that's what i took away from it and i make fun of it all the time whenever just is like let's watch this movie and i'm like is it is the spirit of harry's mom gonna be a lion again because if not, I'm not watching. It sounds so bad that it'd be good. I do want to give it a watch. It's on my list. You still, you haven't steered me away. I still think I'm going to have to give it a watch. No, no, you you should watch it. It's with uh, it's typical Hallmark movie esque. There's one. Also, there's just so many out there that are involving royal people now and Christmases. So it's it's become a pastime of mine. That's a guilty pleasure. I will say. Well, you should watch a couple documentaries on the royal family then, or at very least The Crown, which is a very fictionalized version of the events. Here's here's the thing, though. I love history-related things. So my knowledge of the royal family, like, leading up to World War II is, is very expansive. Mm-hmm. After that, which is exactly what we're talking about right now, is very minimal. So maybe I will watch The Crown. Maybe I'll check that out. Yeah, if you guys has- should watch that. It's a good binge. If it has the Megan seal of approval, then maybe I'll check it out. Yeah, it's good. It's very good. And especially the fourth season, which is when Diana comes into the picture. Oh, you have to wait four seasons for Diana? Can I just skip to the fourth season? You do because it's the story of the of Queen Elizabeth. So it starts when she's coming onto okay. the throne. Okay, that makes mm-hmm. sense. Yeah. So, okay. While while we were saying this, the last thing we were talking about is, is her having, uh, you know, William having an Egyptian stepdad and half- Egyptian uh, half-brother? Sibling, Sibling. yes. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's crazy. That's racist. I totally get it. I could totally see it. Where Wrap up this episode here as we we wind down with your official verdict of what you think happened. Mm -hmm. Well, I think, you know, with recent events with Harry and Meghan, especially in the Oprah interview, and of course this wasn't shocking. I think the royal family is very problematic. But it's also like a bad car accident, no pun intended, that I can't look away from. So I'm invested. And I think, yes, it's very possible the royal family had some sort of play in Diana's death. I think you can't totally rule it out. But I also think you can't totally confirm it either because a lot of the evidence is like circumstantial. Um, And I think it's just was hard for the world in general to think that Diana, this huge beloved public figure could go out just by way of a car accident because you don't really expect, even though car accidents kill like what, like I think I saw the other week that car accidents kill like 1.2 or 1.4 million people a year. You could probably Google that, but they kill a shit ton of people every single year. So you know, a princess isn't really immune to going out the same way. So while totally, what is it? 1.35 million. Yeah. Yeah. That's a lot. That's a fuck ton of people. Yeah. So, you know, celebrities, public figures, royals, princesses, like they're not immune to that and that can happen to them too. So is it just a crazy, unfortunate series of events? Does somebody play a hand in it? I don't know. My my thought is, and I, I've heard that it was kind of the paparazzi doing the bidding of the royal family, right? So it wasn't necessarily that the royal family was like, hey, you should kill her. But it was more like, hey, we're not saying don't do it. 
if she dies, she dies. I mean, the royal family was, or the paparazzi were so invested in Diana because her story sold, her picture sold. That's how they made their money. So I don't really, I disagree with that. I don't think the tabloids would want Diana dead. I think. Okay. That makes sense. I get it. Yeah, money she, money is more important than that. Yeah. I think she made so much money for them that they wouldn't want that. I mean, I think a lot of people blame the paparazzi for her death too, because she was being fought, even though they had that decoy plan that they set up. She allegedly was still being followed by paparazzi in the second car. And a lot of people blame the paparazzi for her death. And yeah, I think of course, somebody following you around isn't great when you're driving. But I think the main cause of that is the fact that the driver was fucking drunk off his mind. So that'll do it. Do you think that she would have been able to avoid the paparazzi if she pulled a Taylor Swift and always wore the same cardigan? (laughs) I mean, she probably, I mean, she was iconic known for that, like blonde Bob and you know, they're coming back the biker shorts and the long crew neck oversized. Yeah. Yeah. That's for sure coming back. Love that outfit. Um, but you know, maybe if she changed up her style, went a little bit of Hannah Montana, changed the hair, she could have had the best of both worlds. She could have. And I love that we're, that's Camp Rock, right? No, that's Hannah Montana. How dare you? Come on, Carmen. (laughs) Wait, also throwback. I know that this was a big deal when, uh, the, we did the Disney channel rumble and I'm not going to spoil the ending, but I want to let you know personally that I'm sorry that the Jonas Brothers didn't win. The Disney Channel Rumble. Did you never listen to that? Maybe. I listened to a podcast that you sent me where you guys were talking about the Jonas Brothers. Is that the one? Am I being a yeah. bad fan of dude thoughts? No, 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 no. There's We have like 150 episodes at this point, so I don't expect everyone to have listened to every single one. There was one where we were talking about the drama between some little teeny boppers um, that you, you told me that you liked. And then the Disney Channel Rumble, I think the, the Jonas Brothers ended up having to fight Smart Guy or Hannah Montana at some point. And I don't remember how that ended. Oh, okay. I mean, to be fair, the Jonas Brothers TV show was not their best work. And I'll be the first to admit it. Let's, let's end on that then. The Jonas Brothers mm-hmm. made a comeback. Mm-hmm. Re-rocked your world, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, so yeah. are are they on tour right now? Are they going on tour this year? They're, yeah, they're going on tour this fall. You know, I already have my tickets. I'm ready. I'm to proud go. of you. So nostalgic. Yeah, can't wait. Many many conversations have been spent. Uh, in in actually, I remember there was one time we were at Disney. We were in the break room, and there was a video that I was watching, and. Whoever was playing guitar, I don't know if it was Joe or Nick, but one of them was playing guitar and their hand movement wasn't lining up with what was actually coming out of the guitar. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, Megan, I like this song, but these guys really let me down with their live performance. Do you remember that conversation? I do remember that conversation. I, I tried. Sure and I actually have. I have a number of Jonas Brothers songs in here now, uh, including. Name in one my, song without. Don't look at your phone. Not looking at it. Green light. Wow. Do you watch I, that? That's a very so, unique choice. Songland. I was going to say, yeah, you must watch. But the one that I'm trying to think of is, uh, oh, what a man got to do? Bop. Oh, um, for sure. For sure. Year 3000. I Timeless. just listened to that. Yeah, Iconic, I listened to that song. Never been done before. Never will be done again. <laughs> 
You are the only person that can say Jonas Brothers and Iconic in the same sentence and actually keep a straight face and mean it. And I'm so, I, I, I envy that. I love that about you. I love what incredible. I love. Do you, were you a Five Seconds of Summer fan? I did, I did delve a little bit into Five Seconds of Summer. I mean, not to be a cougar, they're a little bit younger than me. But I've seen them in concert like five times because they opened up for One Direction, which we don't need to get into that. I could talk to you on another Dude Thoughts episode for <laughs> extensively about One Direction. But um, yeah, I saw them a couple of times and I like Five Seconds of Summer. I feel like you would vibe with Five Seconds of Summer. I do vibe with Five Seconds of Summer. There was actually this conversation. Yeah, there was actually this conversation the other day. Uh, did you ever watch um, Midway, the movie, the World War II movie? No, I, I've only so, seen one World War II movie, and it's one that Harry Styles was in. Dunkirk. Correct. So Nick Jonas is in Midway. Oh, really? Yes, and he actually he's got a pretty cool character. His his character in Midway is much better than Harry Styles's character in Dunkirk. Oh, careful. And I listen. I I love World War II movies, and the Dunkirk was a great movie, but uh, Midway was better. And Nick Jonas is like this badass hero in that movie. Okay, I'll have to give it a watch. Like maybe next time I'm on a hinge day, I can suggest we watch it, and then I'll seem like this cool girl that likes World War II. And in reality, I just want to watch Nick Jonas. I will say, <laughs> I love that you're so you're so worldly. Uh, <laughs> it also he he plays this over crazy caricature of this Italian guy in the war. So like this Italian American. So it's a little bit overacting, but I love it. It's just just cringy enough to be good. Okay, thanks for the yeah. rec. You're welcome. Anyways, everyone, thank you for celebrating Princess Diana's birthday today. I hope that you had an incredible time telling me the story, Megan. Uh, do you want to drop your social on here so the Dudist Colony can come and follow you? Oh, sure. You guys can follow me on Instagram at Megan H. Goss. I don't know if I need to spell that for you. It's We'll put it correct, in the description. Yeah, the correct way to spell Megan, no H. Unlike Megan yeah. Markle, yeah, drop the H. Yeah, she should. Oh, you know what? It'd be mm -hmm. cool if we were able to. Well, no, because Harry starts with an H. That was going to be a bad joke. Megan needs to drop the H, and she needs to divorce Harry and come mm -hmm. marry me instead. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah. I'd support that. Although I do love Harry and Megan, so maybe I can just go for the other Harry, Harry Styles. There you go. I love that. Uh, anyways, thank you for listening. Thank you for educating me. I feel so much more well-rounded on this topic, which is incredible. Oh, good. And, uh, we will for sure have you back on another episode. This was fun. Okay. Yeah. Anytime. I'm happy to assist. I love it. As always, everyone, if you got a dream, go and chase it and we will see you all in the next one. <laughs>